There's a spider on the camera. Hey, spider. What's going on, everyone? Welcome. Today is Tuesday. It is November 29th, 2022. My name is Jeremy. And this is my first cup. How are you, everyone? Good morning. What's going on? Hello to Frank, Stacy, Mark, and all the rest of you out there, whether you're watching live or later. Just a heads up, one of you did volunteer. And in the next couple of weeks, we should have audio back. The podcast version of the show should be back. So I want to thank that person. You know who you are. Um, I try not to name names of people who do things. When people step up and volunteer, I don't want everyone to be like, ah, and I don't know. Even though it is a nice thing, it's a kind thing. It just, I try not to talk about other people. I try to let other people talk about themselves. I think that's a better way to do it. I don't give out people's phone numbers. People ask me, oh, well, uh, give me their number. I'll give them a call. No. And in fact, I've had people do that to me. Never give out someone's contact information. It's completely inappropriate. If you ever, ever give out my, you can give out my email address. But if you have my cell number and you give it out to strangers, oh, we are going to have words. Good morning, Dennis and Brian. Frank says, let's make today a great day. I'm planning on it. Already has been. Well, um, today is my last full day here before I head off. Um, been getting a lot of questions. So let me, let me just answer a few things. I'm headed out for a conference. This is not a vacation. It happens to take place in Florida, but it is certainly not a vacation. In fact, I am fully expecting to return uh, more tired than I left. I am likely to have longer days at this conference than I do working here. Uh, I will be getting very little other work done while I am there. Um, I am fully expecting to do first cup. That may change. And if it does, I will let you know. Uh, what else? Technically, I come back Thursday. What's that? The 8th. And we'll be doing first cup on Friday the 9th from here. But I am trying, I, I have no work plans. 
because I'm going to be digging out from being gone for a week. I do want to give a shout out to Mother Nature, who doesn't appear to have any snow in the forecast between now and when I get back, which is great because it means I don't have to worry about coming home and having a driveway full of snow. I already asked my neighbors. I said, hey, if it snows, can you, you know, knock out the end of the driveway? And yeah, sure. They're great people, but they won't have to do anything because we're the snow is gone. And there is only one day in the 10-day forecast that's going to be the high is below freezing. And it's the day I get back. So we're good. <laughs> Dennis says, so I should stop tagging rest stop bathroom stalls with for a good time call your number. Well, you know, none of those calls have worked out. So um, seems like a seems like a, a a waste of effort. But if it makes you happy, go for it. Uh, what happened yesterday? So uh, we aired the martial arts radio episode of Don Wilson in audio. And then Andrew reached out. He said, where's the video? I don't know. I don't know why it's not in video. Uh, short version, Julius rushed. Shout out. Thank you to Julius. Uh, got the video version up sometime overnight. And it's there. So if you didn't listen yet and want to watch or listened and now want to watch, uh, those of you who listened, there were some moments in there, right? There, there's some pot stirring. Anytime a big name is willing to stir the pot, it's going to be a good episode. And if you're not, if you haven't checked it out yet, you're missing out. Uh, names being called out that you know, people who've been on the show. It's really interesting stuff. Uh, dun, dun, dun. What else did I do yesterday? Uh, I had an acupuncture appointment. I'm still sore from the weekend. My, my legs feel enormous, like they're just <clears throat> swollen. <laughs> from doing all that walking, hiking. Um, acupuncture went great. Went out for that. Came home, had a couple boxes of, of product to ship out to customers, forgot to ship it. I'll do that today. I have to go out today, go to the bank and do some other stuff and prep for my trip. So I'll go to the post office and ship that stuff out. Had a few calls with a few people about a few things. They went well. Uh, I did put up a few I unretired briefly uh, some shirts for the holidays. Uh, the sunset medallion. And what was the third one? There were three T's that went back up. I forget what the third one was. So bottom line, go check out whistlekick.com again. There's always more up there. Um, what's going on today? Anything else to tell you about? I feel like I have nothing to say. Today's really about just doing the stuff I got to do. You know, instead of doing my accounting work tomorrow, I'll do it today. Uh, I am recording one episode with somebody because we had a few no-shows over the last couple times and it created a gap. So, uh, there's somebody filling in, which I'm very thankful for. It's someone that some of you know, some of you have talked to, uh, but I suspect many of you will enjoy getting to know this person better. I certainly have been enjoying getting to know this person better and look forward to interviewing them. Mm, mm, mm. 
Uh, what else? Where is everybody? We have seven viewers right now. It feels feels very uh, feels like a small group. Stacy says, I hear there's fodder up on the family page. Jenny was pumped to share. Maybe. Maybe there is. I don't know. You'll have to check out the Whistlekick family page. Whistlekick.com slash family. I don't know. Uh, Yeah, I'm just over here waking up. I went to bed at a reasonable hour. I slept great. Feeling good about that. And I'm just, I'm excited. I'm excited for what's coming. I'm excited to share all of it with all of you and uh, 2023 is going to be a great year. We had some awesome stuff this year. I I knew we would, we did, we crushed a lot of things and I'm looking at next year and, and seeing that our next stage is about refinement. We don't need more stuff. We don't need to add, I don't know what's another thing we could add. That is coming in 2023. I don't know. We don't need more things. We need to have make the things that we do better. We need to refine our processes. And we're doing that. And there are things that have been put in place. There are people that are being hired. There are people who are volunteering. There are things happening to make all of the pieces talk to each other. And this is the way I run a business. It's the only thing I know how to do. Let's put all the pieces in place and then let's make them better and better and better. And then we make money. So. Frank says, did you all hear the one about the murdered accountant? Police are saying the clues just aren't adding up. I like that. Well, Instead of just trying to dig stuff out of the back of my brain when I'm not coming up with anything, let's look at what Frank sent us. Thank you as always to Frank, glad he's in the chat. And shout out to Josh for our theme song. November's National Novel Writing Month. Did I have any favorite novels growing up? Absolutely. There were a few series that I really loved. Um, The Black Cauldron books. What was the first one? The Book of Three? I don't remember the others. But that was the first series where I remember exactly where I was when I finished the last book. I was like one stop from my house on the bus. I was in elementary school and I I teared up a little bit. And I remember thinking, wow, a book made me feel this much. That's really cool. I think I've reread those books once more back then. Maybe I was in fifth grade. Um, Tad Williams, the Memory, Sorrow, and Thorn trilogy. They were huge books. They, They a bit a bit big for my age when I when I undertook them, but they were wonderfully, wonderfully written. I loved them. What else? Read every choose your own adventure book I could find. 
at some point somebody turned me on to the lone wolf series which is kind of like a hybrid of books with role-playing games you know kind of like a choose your own adventure but there's some randomness involved um what else did i read i read everything i was that kid that always had a book in hand I didn't watch much TV. I read it constantly. I actually finished a book last night. First time I can say that in a while, except for audiobooks. What other books did I read as a kid? Uh, I tried reading The Hobbit. Couldn't get into it. Tried reading The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Couldn't get into it. I read a bunch of Anne McCaffrey, uh, the the Pern, the Dragon Riders of Pern stuff. Mm. Stacy, help me out. So Stacy says, "Oh my God, the Lloyd Alexander books were the start of my love for Lloyd Alexander and all things Welsh mythology." Remind me what he wrote, because that name's really familiar. And she adds, when I first became a bookstore manager, he was one of the first authors I reached out to. Oh, cool. Kelly loved Anne McCaffrey. Yeah, the the original Pern series was, was great. And then there were just so many books and they just went off in so many directions. And I read a bunch of them, but certainly not all of them. There were too many. What else did I read? My, my genre was definitely fantasy. Um, that was that was what I liked reading. Oh, okay, that's that Lloyd Alexander wrote those. Okay, yes. Um, the Book of Three of the Black Cauldron. Kelly says, I still love all things dragons. I don't know why that ended up as my genre. Right. Like I, I would read other stuff too, but just something about medieval setting, uh, especially in a slightly alternate universe with, you know, magic and dragons and whatever was kind of cool. The other thing I read a lot of was old books. I loved going to library book sales and finding the oldest books I could. And if they were novels about pirates or nights or anything like that, I would get in and read it. Uh, there was just something about knowing that book was that was, you know, 150 years old or 200 years old that I just thought was really, really cool. There's a bunch of those at my mother's house. Ah, uh, yeah. Tar and Wanderer. I should go back and find those books again. Those are really good. I'm curious about all of you, like what you read as a kid. What else did I read? I also read books about dinosaurs, right? Here's this one. This was a gift when I was pretty young. What's the date on this book? I like having the books. Oh, 85. So I was six. This, I don't know what else you need to know about me. Then I was gifted uh, 
uh, an adult caliber dinosaur book at six. Yeah, where's it? Where's it good? See, this is this is not a kid's book, but I will guarantee I read through this whole thing at some point. What else did you read? What did you read? What else did I like? I liked the Richard Scarry books when I was really little. I thought those were a lot of fun. You guys can drop it in the chat. You can you can chime in if there were book series that you enjoyed. I'm gonna I'm gonna move on. Uh, Brian says, one of my favorite books I read and loved when I was maybe 12 or so was A Bundle of Sticks. I've not heard of it. Once I got to about that age, most of my reading ended up, uh, that, that's when things started to change. That's when I started having to read for school and they started, you know, cramming those books down your throat. Um, my Side of the Mountain. Uh, where the red fern grows, you know, all these things. And, and they're good books, but there was something about being told what to read. And I think that ultimately that damages people's desire to read. I sat there yesterday and finished a book that I've had for seven months. I've been literally been reading it for seven months. I'll put it down for weeks at a time. I enjoy reading, but it is no longer the thing that I choose to do first. And it was for most of my childhood. And I still held on to a bit of it through high school. But then once I hit college, it was like, it, it, I just couldn't do it anymore. Having to read so many terrible things drew an association, a negative association with books. Frank says he was especially in the medieval history. Cool. I've done a lot of that stuff too. Oh, Brian says Bundle of Sticks was about a bully, similarly aged boy who took martial arts for defense. Oh, cool. Kelly says they have a local used bookstore that is wall to ceiling books and piles on the floor. I bought some old series like Thomas the Tank Engine, Jungle Book, Pooh, and others that I share with my kids. Oh, that's super cool. Mark enjoyed Ian Fleming, Robert Heinlein. Of course, Ian Fleming wrote the James Bond books. Dennis says the first one that came to mind was Of Mice and Men, which I read many times. Kelly says, I'm not alone. She felt the same way about reading once school started telling her what to read. So she started to enjoy it again as she loves fantasy also. Brian says, I also read the Tech War series by Shatner. I believe I read a lot of medieval books by David Edding. Also that vampire series in which the titles escape me at the moment. One of Kelly's all-time favorites is Watership Down. Nice. The last series that I read that really did well for me was... Um, There's a critter in the ceiling. I think that's what I just heard. I have to put some other uh, deterrence up there. Apparently they have consumed the deterrence. Uh, was the, the Hunger Games series. 
by Susan Collins, Suzanne Collins. Susan Collins is a senator. Suzanne Collins, uh, really good. And then there was a prequel about how Snow came to power. Really, as Snow was a kid, the beginning of the Hunger Games. Really interesting. And I dug those books. Stacy says, Catherine Patterson's of Nightingale's That Weep series, all set in Japan. Cool. All right. Next. Have you listened to any good novels on Audible? So most of what I listen to as audiobooks are these post-apocalyptic series. They're, they're fun. Um, I don't have to think too hard. I don't have to pay attention. They're exciting. And I found a reader that I really, really enjoy. In fact, I follow the reader around more than anything else. And it's, um, it's this gentleman, Kevin Pierce. I just, I like his voice. And he does a really good job reading. And so the last series, I just finished it yesterday, day before, I think it was yesterday, was, and, and here, here's why I end up with these books. Because if Kevin Pierce is reading it, I'm probably going to enjoy it and for $15, I ended up with a five book series that was 48 hours long. That's a pretty good deal. So in this particular one, the premise was artificial intelligence went nuts and decided to overtake the world. And what I dug about it was the author knew just enough, or at least enough, about the subject that they were inserting bits in the books that I knew to be true, like real world stuff about Elon Musk and um, the work. What is what is the the augmentation project that he's doing? There, there's an actual project to uh, insert electronics in the brain that he's involved in and stuff about Facebook AI experiments gone wrong, things that I, I, I know about. And so I really dug that. There was also, and I'm gonna reach out to the author because I think the author does martial arts because there was a comment, just an offhanded comment in like book four about someone's gaze going to the center of the body so they could see everything. I've only ever heard that discussed in martial arts contexts. So I, I've got a feeling. And that would be a fun person to have on the show. We haven't, we've had a few authors on, but usually they're writing martial arts books. These are not martial arts books, though some of the characters had extensive martial arts training and it was clear that this person knew at least a little bit about fighting. Left Leg Jay says, this is long, I'm not gonna put it up on the screen. When I was in third grade, my folks moved into an apartment and the bookcase with all the books in our home was placed in my room. I read everything from Garfield, the Great Brain series to the Odyssey and even my mom's romance novels. I later found out that my mom has a gift for reading and that is why we had so many. It's kind of strange that despite my avid reading, the gift actually skipped me and landed on my oldest child who can pretty much read and read, read and retain any book in a day. Oh, that, wow. Oh, 
we've got a spammer here. Uh, Nathan says, Scythe was a good book. Bakator is featured. Death has been solved. Ryan says, oh, 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 lots of Star Trek books. My stepfather was a Trekkie. I had so many to pick from. Yeah, our first spammer. Can I deal with that from here? I don't think so. Hmm. No, we'll have to figure that out. Stacy, I'll probably make you a... Oh, thank you, Stacy. Um, I'll probably make Stacy an admin. Make it easier that way. One of the things that's coming because StreamYard is constantly upgrading this, this product and they're doing a really great job with it. If we step up to the next level, there are other platforms I can bring in because we're, we're limited to three right now, but there are others we can bring in that I will probably do. And it also allows us to go from 720p to 1080, so better resolution. And this camera is capable of that. So that'll happen. All right, and our last question, and it's a good question, it's a question I've been getting a lot. When will you write book two of the Katana Chronicles? I've told Jenny, next year. It will happen next year. Um, In fact, Josh and I talked about that when he had me on his show. I wrote that two years ago. And without being overly detailed, simply writing that book had an impact on my life. Um, there are, I made no secret of it that all of the characters were based on real people and one of those people is no longer part of my life. And I've been working really hard to move through that because I never expected that the book would have that impact. So I'll have to figure that out. And it feels like it's time to figure that out. So in the first of the year, I'll start laying things out and I'll probably find a couple days and, and write the book because I can write quickly. And the method with which I wrote the first book did not take that long. I think it was, what was it? Three weeks start to finish. And that was doing an hour a day. If I pick, if I take a few days, I could write the whole thing in a week. I really could. So, yep, there we are. Dennis says, we've got commercials and spammers. Our Twitch is now legit. So legit. Mark says, I started to read this martial arts series. I hear the second one is coming out soon. It'll happen. We'll get there. I enjoy writing. I probably enjoy writing more than I enjoy reading at this point. But it doesn't mean that I won't read more. It doesn't mean I won't write more. I just, I got to balance a lot of things. And with the size of the team now, 
remember everybody that steps up and volunteers or works on this thing or that thing or is in partnership with Whistlekick on this project or that project, that requires time and effort and communication. And we're at a point now, this team is huge. And I'm finally getting some help. So a uh, person who is helping, shout out to you, you know who you are. That will become clear in time. All right. Now, I'm glad you survived Cyber Monday. I'll tell you what, you know the best way to, um, to not buy things on Black Friday and Cyber Monday? I found the trick. Be scheduled to go away when the stuff would get delivered and live in a, a snowy climate. The idea of, of whatever I was going to order sitting out there getting snow and rained on, even though there's a place for it to cover, to put it undercover, FedEx and UPS never do that. Um, yeah, I was just like, I'll just have to see if these things are on sale later. I could have sent them elsewhere, but nothing was that important. One other thing that's really interesting, I signed up for... When I, when I signed up to have the mail held, which by the way, you can do online now, super easy. The postal service has something called informed delivery, where they basically scan your mail and tell you what you're going to get. Kind of neat. I don't know why I need it, but it was free. So they're like, do you want us to do this? Sure. All right. So, I hope you have a great day. I... Um, yeah, I hope you have a great day. I appreciate everyone's support, their kindness. Please help this Don Wilson episode make the rounds. It's a big deal. Uh, it was a big episode for us. I think we did a good job with it. I'm proud of our work. I don't want more people to pay attention to what we're doing. Because we're doing it for everybody. If you want to support beyond that, we've got the Patreon, patreon.com slash whistlekick starts at two bucks a month. We've got the code first cup one five to save 15% at whistlekick.com. Uh, we're making a big push now on all in weekend. We sold another one yesterday. It's, I think it's going to sell out this time. We were close last year for our first year, but I'm pretty sure it'll sell out this year. So uh, check out all in weekend at whistlekick.com. It is not discountable. We do not do discounts on events. And uh, if you want the whole thing, it's the family page. And as you may have heard earlier in the show, there might be some cool new stuff on the family page, whistlegate.com slash family. We do the show every weekday, 6.30 a.m. U.S. Eastern Time, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. And so there we go. Take care, everybody. I will see you tomorrow. Be well. Peace.